0: Hi, my name's Chris, and I am an addict alcoholic.
1: Hi, Chris. Hi, my name's Kim, and I'm married married to an addict alcoholic.
0: Hi, Kim. So we had talked a few weeks ago, um, about how like this time of year is when like things started to a year ago started to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, like I got the reminders for the fact that I was on uh that People of Comedy show where I. Uh, Caitlin and Alex had to take me to uh, a Denny's or Perkins or some shit yeah I think uh, work had gotten a little nuts around this time as well and I had had like the first show that like failed failed with uh, Shomer and mm-hmm. uh, Um Mariska and there was just a lot of like Uh, using those things to, um, I mean, to, to, I was like enabling myself using them as excuses to use, to, to drink. I don't know. I, I've been thinking about how like I get really, really, really bummed out and the instinct is like you drink to marry with the, the anxiety and depression and all of these things Um, because it either takes you away on this like trip or journey of you know just fucking wallowing in your own bullshit uh, rather than trying to fix anything Um because I don't know and I think you and I are similar I mean I obviously we're, we're similar in a lot of ways but one of the big ones was that like It's so cliche, but like the whole emo kid, like it's not a phase Mm. that phrasing, like the sentiment is I'm fucking sad right now and I will scream in your face if you try to say that it's not, um, legitimate. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we get very, um, protective of this side of ourselves. Like, um. God, what's the, what's the word? Oh, validate. If it's not validated, that like, see my sadness or hear this story and and, f- like, feel it for how much I feel it. Mm-hmm. But there's times when we don't want to solve it. We just want to be fucking sad or we just want to be fucking yeah. angry. Yeah. And it sucks because those
1: are normal human emotions. We're supposed to feel that and for so long you used alcohol to numb those things so it's hard i think it's hard for you to deal with real life stuff still to this day i mean you haven't been sober for a full year but like when crap hits the fan with things you just have a hard time dealing with it and i you cuz before you would just resort to drinking and then not deal with it and now it you feel like everything like builds up, builds up and you don't know how to deal with it. And you get so angry and that's when you're, now you're dealing with like muscle aches and trouble sleeping and all that. Yeah. So it's starting to come out in other ways. I like
0: genuinely felt like my body like shutting down today. Yeah. I drank seven monster energy drinks. Wow. And my body was still like just struggling to stay awake and to stay motivated. Like it's, it's it's weird that like we we know what depression and anxiety can do to us, but it, I think it's it's hard to like really recognize just, or I don't know, it, it's hard to accept that it it really can take a a genuine physical toll on you in 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 this way. It's
1: well, I, and especially brutal. with anxiety, you can have anxiety so bad in the in that state of anxiety for so long and eventually Roddy's going to shut down cuz you're heightened you're in that fight constant in that fight stage and then eventually well, right now
0: i i don't feel in that like today i didn't feel in that fight stage at all
1: no i know i
0: like but i mean it's a different type of like it, it's not um it's that you know like uh when a situation gets so bad, and it's so repetitive that you become numb to that thing. Yeah. That's what it felt like is like my body just so, like, whatever's going to happen, just fucking happen already. Mm. Because the, like, I'm not emotionally connected to my coworkers anymore. Um, besides Aaron, obviously, but, um, I am emotionally connected to the people that call in
1: Mm.
0: and I hate Christmas so much and talking to people like who just want to do something nice for somebody else. And I'm in the way of that and I'm not allowed to say like what is really going on and why they can't have their things And why, there's a lot that I can't say and it's really frustrating because I'm very empathetic. Yeah. And I hate doing this to people. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why I lashed out at at Podbean too is because I was like, not only am I frustrated with my thing, but like, we were just talking about this with Robert and Steven. is like, bartenders will go to them and say, I'm a bartender. I know. That you can do this. Mm. I'm a customer service person and I was being shitty to these people. And it's just because I mean you feel like there should be an answer, but there has to be this facade.
1: Mm.
0: And you want people to just be real. Yeah. I wish so badly that I could just be real. I like I I almost broke down as one guy was freaking out and he was like why did so and so tell me that this was going to happen and it didn't happen and i said I, I i like couldn't help myself i just went i wish i knew what they knew let me put you on hold we'll try and figure this out but like having to do shit like that to people it kills me man i hate doing yeah. that to people i i want so badly to just be real with i think that's like part of what has been like breaking me down is like i hate being like robotic in that way.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh,
1: I think this time of year is just hard. I noticed I struggle at this time of year. Every year I start to struggle, like even with, it's just this time of year sucks. Yeah, it really does. Like the days get shorter, all these type of things, all the stress with holidays. Now we don't know what's going to happen with holidays because of COVID and trying to make everyone around you happy or the kids going to be happy with what they get, you know, or what do we got to get gifts for? It th- and then snow, like when are we going to get snowed in? Things just change this time of year. I know I've been struggling a lot. I've been doing a lot of trying to figure myself out in my head lately. Speak to that. What do you um, mean? Um well I know I feel like it's this time of year too every year where I just like get really down on myself and I have felt down on myself because of you know moving and not getting back into my routine as much as I wanted to and not eating as good as I was before and um, like noticing that you're kind of building up your walls around me again like that's been really frustrating where like you used to give me a lot of attention and like kind of rave about me and it's like we just kind of live here together right now and I don't know I and then I was thinking back like I used to be that girl that craved attention too and not always in the best ways and I was thinking about that a lot the other day like the kind of shit I would do that I never like really thought about until now like I would Make out with my friends' boyfriends, and I never told my friends, and I don't know if they know till this day. Just to see if I could get the guy to do it, kind of a thing. Just to oh, see sure. if I was attractive enough to get them to kiss me. I gotcha. And it was like my best friends, which that sucks. And I'm not going to say names and all that because this is well, obviously I mean, decades later. Yeah, and I was going to say teenagers. Yeah. But. Then I get, like, it's that whole, like, I'm not attractive enough, so how can I prove that I'm an attractive person? And, like, lately with you, it's, like, I feel like I look like shit and I'm in the dump because I feel like no matter what I do, I cannot get your attention.
0: Mm. See, and that's interesting because I feel like I look so disheveled and, and disgusting that, like... Yeah, if you're miles above me, and so I feel like it's obvious that you look amazing all the time. Like, so to me, it's like I don't know, it's like the sun rising, like, you're going to look incredible every time to me,
1: and that's how I feel about you.
0: Yeah, but I see, I look in the mirror. See, and
1: I, and I look in the mirror and I know what I look like in the mirror. Especially the huge mirror in our bathroom is you've the been worst. you pointing
0: out the gray in my beard, too, like every day. I like day.
1: that. Look I at all know, the gray in like, my hair right now. <laughs> you have three hairs? Is that what no, you said? No, there's a lot. You just can't see them all.
0: Yeah, well, mine are very prevalent.
1: I was so upset with you the other day when I left the house. I almost went and got alcohol and just did it. That day that I just left and didn't tell you, like, exactly when I was leaving and all that, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go to the liquor store. And then I was like, mm, no.
0: I. That is another frustrating thing, is even though I'm, like, my body is, like, having a visceral reaction to all of these things that are happening. I can't, I still can't get myself to make like to, to find the, the will to go and use. Mm. That's a good thing. No, I know, but it, but I get frustrated because I say, why, why am I, why can't I be proud of that? Because all of these shitty things are happening and not using and knowing that i I have no desire to it doesn't like make me feel accomplished or anything does that make sense mm-hmm. like it just so it yeah, sobriety doesn't make things better, it just makes you uh more Aware capable of. of yeah your surroundings yeah. And, and able to make better judgment calls and stuff but yeah, I don't know. It would be nice if cuz people are very nice. People say wonderful things about us and the kids and I just don't feel that way about me. Mm. And I feel like I'm I'm searching a lot to try and figure out like
1: You have these episodes once or twice a year. Yeah. You do. Like that one time your dad had to come over because you were watching some show and you were having all these like epiphanies and all that. Like once or twice a year, you get the same exact yeah. mood.
0: And it's like catastrophic. It's so, so, so difficult to to get out of. And when all of those things would happen before, I had, I had booze. So like the next day I could be like, it was easier to get over because I would say... Like, you could use being drunk as an excuse. It's like, oh, I I got in my feelings because I was fucking wasted and just amplified something that was so trivial. But when you're sober, you remember more. Mm-hmm. And so when you, like, yeah, waking up and knowing that nothing has changed, even though we are far more capable and um responsible and and yeah you know, it 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 outwardly seems like all of these things are are getting better but like the chemical imbalance within me like just has to bring me down and it it's yeah it just fucking sucks dude it's hard to deal with
1: yeah
0: like i yeah Yeah, there's a lot of things I wish I could speak to, but obviously, for certain reasons, I can't divulge a a lot of information. But, like, just suffice it to say, like, this is not how I normally operate. I normally am very upfront and honest and, like, compassionate and i'm not able to do that right now and it it wears on me. Yeah. Cuz then yeah, i don't know.
1: Well, hopefully this is just a short period of time and it'll pass and
0: well, but to your point, like it's frustrating to to know that like this the it has like my the way that i am, like there's the potential to have these like you know, dark episodes every, you know, once or, t- you know, every one or two years, like, yeah. I, I wrote Do Better, Be More on this little whiteboard um, because it's something that I... I really struggle with the, especially the, the do better part. Because I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of like, is it adulations? Mm-hmm. Um. But the execution is lacking big time, and when I don't do those things, then I I feel worse. So to have like this incredible idea or these um <clears throat> these motivations, and then for them to just dissipate and then you feel like you didn't accomplish anything I don't know it's all just difficult hey so I guess like this week, like I struggle with the idea that or the um the conflict that um i'm I'm not able to be proud of my sobriety. Does that make sense?
1: yeah, it seems like you haven't been that way for a while though it's not like you like talk about it as much as you did like on even online. you don't really talk about it anymore.
0: I feel like people don't care. i feel i mean like it's like clear like nobody i, sh- I shouldn't say nobody, but like a lot of people just see the exclamation mark or the word th- or the phrase this week like they see that i'm posting about a podcast and they they just don't seem to care anymore and it sucks because this like has to be my life forever i have to do something hmm. um and often and
1: But think of the funk you're in and the funk I'm in. I think everyone's in that funk right now. So people are not trying to ignore you or ignore your sobriety. I think people are so wrapped up in what's going on right now that they have their own shit going on. Yeah. You're not going to always get that reinforcement every week. You have to give yourself that reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, you can't always expect it from outside sources. You got to expect it from yourself. Well, it's
0: not. So you're you're talking about um, that validation aspect of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you've always been that kind of person. (coughs) Always. Since I've met you.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's the codependent side of me. Yeah. Is uh, like, if I'm not, if I'm not, I don't want to just help myself. Like we were. I, we're, I'm like forcing myself to record, you know. Even though I'm just like having a real tough time, and there's no video this week, but like I'm, I'm doing something because, yeah, I I have to, um, and not in the sense of like homework, like where I don't. This is like I have to like the way that you got to put gas in your car. Like I I have to do something, but. I don't I don't want to just do it for me. I want to be able to help others.
1: But you have helped people and maybe you don't even know some of the people you have helped. And it's not going to be a new person every week being like, "Oh, you help like you've helped people. You're just not taking ownership for that in your head. You're so down right now, you're not seeing all the other positive things you have done for other people. You're kind of wallowing in all this and forgetting all the other things that have happened.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that like felt like it gave me motivation to try and learn more things so that I could help people more. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when, when, when it feels like nobody's, and it's not that like people are saying, you know, fuck this and it's, you know, bullshit, yada yada, like, I know that it's not that, um, nobody's being vindictive or like ignoring me. It's just that Like you were saying, there's other stuff going on, but yeah, yeah, I just, I just wish that what I had to offer, um, was worth tuning into every week. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, I I put in a lot, (laughs) I put in a lot of work, put in a lot of hours. I do, yeah, I don't know, man, uh, Nobody is. I'm. I'm not entitled to having an audience, a captivated audience, every single episode. I recognize that, and everybody has the freedom to do whatever the fuck they need to do. Like that's. I mean, but right- I just struggle with accepting that because I, I want to be of 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 use. Yeah. Because I feel so unimportant in a lot of other ways like i don't have the education that my brothers have i don't have the physicality that my 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 brothers do or my my dad does and like so in all of these areas where i lack like i, I look like at the to christmas cards this... on the fridge
1: i know there are things that you offer your family and offer that none of your other family members do
0: and I mean, you know this, like, we both have this issue where it's hard to get out of our own way. hmm So what do you do to get out of your own way?
1: Escape into movies or TV shows and stuff like that, music. See, and I go through periods, too, where I listen to a bunch of podcasts and I fall off for a while. And then I'll come back. So I feel like people, a lot of people have been doing that too where it's like, okay, it's just easier right now to listen to music and not even think about things. I think our brains are so wrapped up in what's going on right now that a lot of people are probably just listening to music. That's what I've been doing. And I haven't been listening to the usual podcasts I have because I don't want my brain to have to think more than it already is. So I'm just going to tune everything out and put some music on.
0: I guess like from my perspective, like I, I have to feel like i have to search for um something to to make this work to make it worthwhile because it takes time away from you when i'm doing this shit so i want it to seem worth it in that way too to where like it's a positive for everybody not just for me you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah i f- i f- i feel a lot of pressure to make sure that like the moves that i make because none of this would be possible without you and yeah i i feel like the like i used to have to i really 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 tried to like make my parents think that i was going to do something good because i done so much wrong and i lacked in so many areas when i was growing up that like I, w- I would try all the time to like convince them like i'm so passionate about this that it's it's gonna work so
1: why don't we have your parents on for an episode or each one week your dad and one week your mom because we had them on duck duck radio where you were just being silly but why don't we have them on here to talk then about it
0: talk about this shit
1: because you know your mom would want to talk about this stuff with you i know so then why haven't you done that You know that's an episode people would tune into, a mother and her child who struggled through addiction? Like seeing it through your mom's eyes and what she was viewing and what she noticed? We haven't done that. Or even your dad. Uh -uh. Like that's something I would want to tune into is seeing that dynamic between the parent and the child because I've seen so many like, you know, true stories about the parent on the parent side, seeing their child struggling and as a parent, you're a protector. And so hearing how difficult that was for your parents to not try to intervene, but they didn't know how. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I think, yeah, I think I'm, it's hard because I, I know like the way that we treat our kids like we love them so much like i would never want them to think that we're not proud of them so i i know that about my parents that they would they would continue to say positive things and and so like but your mom is
1: your mom has talked to me like
0: no i know i'm saying like selfishly i just want to show them the best part of me mm. i want them to just i don't want them to have to
1: But your mom has also listened to all these episodes, so she knows all the bad things. Yeah. So she already knows all that stuff.
0: And I don't mean that. I mean in the sense that, like, I don't want... I don't want to put them through that again. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I get what you're saying, and you're right. We haven't really... Haven't really done that. I I want them to be happy. I, I mean, my whole life I've tried to always always tried to make them make them laugh every time i see them i i want to make them laugh and in some way i'm constantly searching for a funny story or some
1: that's your family though your family is that way yeah where it's constant jokes and needing to be funny and the they your family struggles with seriousness like you guys get very uncomfortable when there's a lot of seriousness involved So you always have to slip in a joke like when you're all together like even like when you were in treatment or in the hospital like someone would would have to slip in a joke or you would have to make a joke when it was a very serious situation going on like your dad would crack jokes because that's just you guys do that because you're like
0: that's our coping
1: mechanism. Whereas that is not mine. I'm like fucking a he's here. He tried to kill himself. Now he's in treatment. I'm single mommy it. this sucks. I'm a like, nah, I cannot make jokes about all this. But that's how you're fan. That's and it's been a huge adjustment for me cuz and then in my family we just didn't talk about shit. At yeah. the end we just buried it buried it buried it buried it. So now I'm in a family that will talk about things but then in a joking manner where then I'm like I don't know how to process all this.
0: We we Sorry, excuse me. Let me try that again. We feel like we confront the elephant in the room by making a joke. That way the other person doesn't have to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Those doggies desperately want to be in here. Listeners, you know, Ashi and Barley, sometimes they get uh, separation anxiety, so we have to touch them.
1: They're fine. I think it's hard to right now, like one of your other coping mechanisms is that you would do comedy and you did a lot of comedy this time last year. So a lot of the things that you use to cope through this bad period, you don't have. Yeah. Like you don't have alcohol, you don't have comedy, you don't have getting together with your friends, even if it's like you were doing a lot of things creative things for your friends during this time of year too like lots of photo shoots or recording people's sets or doing like all and and the, or and or their podcast or you are you are on a lot of other people's podcasts so you're constantly busy doing things and I think this time of year like this right now we're still in lockdown ish we're all home
0: that's a good point like I don't have anything to like
1: look forward yeah, to yeah to look forward
0: yeah. to so I'm my mind is constantly on work, and I really only have, which sounds dumb. I'm sure people think this sounds stupid, but like I only have three times a week that I'm getting to to do this. Yeah. And this comparatively to what we were doing before, because even when we were doing Duck Duck Grey Duke, sometimes we would we would record like five episodes in a week. Like mm-hmm. it would get. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we were together with people a lot more.
0: Yeah, and we, yeah.
1: We were hanging out with people a ton this time last year. People were at our house a lot. Like, I think that's another thing is being as extroverted as you are. Like, your job could suck, but you knew at the end of the day, well, so-and-so is going to come over and hang out and we'll be able to play games. We'll be able to do this and interact. And right now, like, not really people aren't going anywhere. So we're just kind of huddled here. And so that's where you're struggling, whereas I'm like, "Mm, I'm different. I thrive in this. I'm not as anxious and not overwhelmed because I'm not having as many people around. So we're the reverse where I'm like, "Ah, I'm not really bothered right now. I'm only bothered about other things. But you're just going to have to try and keep rewiring your brain and processing through what's going on and know that there are just going to be things that are out of your your hand that you can't fix and you're not going to be able to change and kind of push through that and especially with jobs like there are things that you're not gonna be able to fix or change you just kind of have to push through and which sucks but
0: like um, there's so there's things that i can't say but i can say that i'm dealing with extraordinary circumstances yeah when it comes to a typical like nuclear work environment
1: yeah so but this too shall pass (laughs)
0: I mean, of course, but it's just...
1: I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't suck in the moment, but it'll, you know, we'll be talking a year from now and we'll be like, hey, remember last year when we were feeling this way. Maybe this is a kind of a thing that happens this time of year. Netflix isn't putting out as many shows as I was hoping for. (laughs) You know, I'm reading the same books over and over again. I can only paint so many more rooms in this house. So give me a month and then I'll be wallowing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's uh there's this guy I've been listening to. His name's Lex Friedman. And uh oof, he's a a scientist and he's very um I was thinking about this like how I wonder if there's a note or like a chord for genius. Because a lot of like really intelligent people are monotone in the way that they speak. And this guy is very monotone, but he will say things where he's uh, very clearly like wanting to understand love and it's really motivating because it's so basic the way that he says it. Hmm. He just says he thinks that love is important. He thinks that, um, social media right now, um, is more amplifying the negative than it is the positive.
1: Mm, I can see that.
0: Especially in the last, you know, six months, like there yeah. was a ton of negative stuff. Oh my gosh. Yes. At 2020 has just been a nightmare. Yeah. Um, did you hear about Tom Segura by the way?
1: I saw it. What happened to him?
0: He was uh, trying to dunk a basketball and tore something that was connected to the left side. Like, I don't know what it is, but something that connects the left leg and the right or in the left arm, like just completely tore and like decimated his arm and leg like Mm. horrifically. I mean... That has nothing to do with this, but back to this, this Lex Friedman guy, like he just um, because cause people say a lot, like, don't read the comments. Don't.
1: Oh, yeah, don't. I do that. I like to go down that rabbit hole and then I feel like crap after.
0: See, and he wants to understand why people feel motivated to do that. Um, It's like, t- do you know what like testing groups are? Like those um, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: environments um, where someone would watch a movie and like have nothing negative to say, but when somebody says, "What didn't you like about the this commercial? What could we have done better?" Like without even you wouldn't have normally thought about it, but you're um, when you're presented with that question, you go, "I guess." It would have been nice to see a person of color in the commercial mm. like shit like that. The way that social media like operates now it's um, there's a, it's, it seems far easier to jump on the negative bandwagon than to try and see the positive.
1: Yeah. So you, why you wonder why I indulge in the comments?
0: No, no, no. Huh. I don't want, I don't wonder why like this guy just, Presented it in this way that he wants to understand why people aren't gravitating more towards love right now. And so he's really motivated to try and create... He wants to create, like, a competitor to Twitter mm. um, to try and promote positive. Well, all the
1: negative now is on, on Parler, so they can just stay over there. Yeah, what the fuck
0: is Parler? I don't know. It's like you can't be censored Yeah, or some so, shit.
1: like... On Facebook, how they remove false claims to put real, accurate information out there. Parlors like Parlors, a site where you can just post whatever, and no one's gonna take it down. See,
0: and that keep, that continues to speak to even though these people think that they're doing something positive, they're actually breeding more hate and more
1: way more hate,
0: way more hate, way more division, and you're removing trust. Yeah, like you, you're avidly trying to work against trust and i know and um
1: don't even get me started bro i'll go down a rabbit hole
0: i think we all do
1: and that's that's not trusting medical people that's just another thing that's been driving me crazy is that seeing the posts of it's not that bad and then you hear the opposite and people just it's just so fucking frustrating yeah. That's the comment section. It's the comment section where people are like, mm, Hospitals aren't filling up. Mm, it's not that bad. I would do anything in the world for my mom to not have gotten COVID as bad as she did. Like, she could have died. She could have gotten in a real bad car wreck and died because she was so brain fogged from COVID. 50 years old. And she was like an Alzheimer's patient, didn't know what was going on. It was fucking terrifying. It is so real. And that's what sucks is like I just want to scream in people's faces like you do not want to get this in that video I watched you know that um, that was posted it's like they're seeing younger and younger people getting sick and then just these people on Facebook it's like I don't care if you don't want to go to bars then don't go to bars it's like okay we're just trying to stop the spread because none of you guys want to follow any of the rules and we don't know the answer. And, you know, I was hesitant about the vaccine. And now I'm like, just give it to me. I'll do whatever it takes at this point. I trust science. I have my master's in science. I'm going to trust science always. Well,
0: I mean, you think about like not that long ago, people still, I mean, there's still people that think this, but like, um, I would say like a vast majority of the population thought that getting a flu shot. Gave you the flu. Gave you the flu.
1: It's an inactive. The only one that's an active virus is the nasal one. And you don't really get that one. But it's an inactive virus. Yeah. Like Like you can have some like just not feel good the next day, but it's not from the vaccination itself. You know, it's not giving you the flu. Like I think people mistake what the flu actually is. Like it's a respiratory illness. It's not just, like, puking and pooping. Like, it's uh, trouble breathing. It's very similar to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: But, yeah, so, I mean, to that point, like, there are people who don't get the flu shot for that reason. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think, like, to try and go on the hopeful side that, like, I I hope that people will eventually learn that, like, that that's a false claim. And that...
1: Then we got to get rid of the anti-vax movement, but that's fine. We won't go there. But my point is, is I'll get vaccinated. If you choose not to get vaccinated, that's okay. But hopefully I can start this herd immunity and do my part in it and protect my dad from getting it. Because I cannot imagine what would happen if my dad got it at this point. You know, like seeing my mom the way she was, was scary enough for me where it's like, I, like I was taking it pretty serious before, but now I'm like very like. I don't know how it's gonna affect me. Kind of a thing.
0: The whole herd immunity thing drives me fucking nuts. I know. Because if you if you think you have an understanding of herd immunity, you're cherry picking the positive aspect of what herd immunity objectively means. Herd immunity, it it weeds out the weak. Mm-hmm. So people who cannot survive it fucking die. From whatever the thing is that it would affect the herd. Mm-hmm. And then the strong ones, the those who are um uh I don't want to say yeah, I mean I guess like stronger immunity, like um who just this disease does not affect them the same way that yeah. it does the the weaker people, um, you get through it, but you're you're losing a lot of people. Herd immunity is not like we all band together and we're going to get through this. If you go by that method, a bunch of people die. Yeah. That's like the true meaning of herd immunity. Well,
1: Darwin. Then you see people saying, well, Darwin, natural selection. These people would die anyway.
0: And then they say, uh, save the babies. Save the unborn baby. Like (laughs) I know. You can't have the herd immunity mentality and then also be like, anti-abortion because you're you're saying that you I mean this is a sobriety podcast but like this is the shit that plagues us is that you feel like you're losing your fucking mind because confirmation bias wants people to I mean al- like algorithms affect us so much more than they ever have in the last like 10 15 years it has ramped up so much like, all of the stuff that I see on my Instagram is people drawing, designing, tattoos, podcasts. Mm. It's all of the shit that I already like. It just continues to feed me that no. stuff. Yeah, I know. It doesn't... So, if you look at that and just think that that's what the world is, then you're, you're closed off to what is really going on around you. Yeah. To that point, Facebook does the exact same thing. All of the shit that you like... If the people that you enjoy are just feeding you vitriol bullshit and like fear mongering stuff that's like makes you anti establishment and all these crazy fucking things, anti vax, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Like, the it, if you don't look outside of that, or when somebody um, debates your stance, and you don't think that there's any way for you to um, understand their viewpoint, then you're just gonna put the blinders on and, and never um, improve. Yeah. And so I mean, like, it's yeah, it's it's hard being us because we're very understanding people, mm-hmm. and we we try really hard to see things from all angles and. Uh, There's tr-
1: just some angles I can't see the sides of as much hard as oh, it's much. as hard as I try. There it is. Woof. Words are hard.
0: Words are hard. I Words. struggle big time, but it, it's not. So, like people conflate understanding someone's viewpoint with changing and going to their side. Understanding their viewpoint does not mean that you are. Sorry. <laughs> understanding someone's viewpoint does is not admitting defeat and then now like conforming and being brainwashed and shit like that. Like understanding someone's viewpoint is simply that saying I get why you think that. Yeah. I I get why you feel this way. I think the pillows throwing them off actually.
1: It's
0: fine. <clears throat> yeah. So it's and yeah, a lot of people think that there's there's a lot of all or nothing thinking going on lately.
1: Yeah, because I want a all or nothing at all. Yeah. O-Town said it the best. That was O-Town? It was. Oh. Town.
0: Nice. <laughs> this is all just difficult. I wish yeah. I could just do this all the time.
1: Yeah, we can't because yeah. there's other life stuff.
0: I know.
1: We got to save those babies, you know.
0: We got to save the babies. Um... Should we see how many days I'm at? Yeah. Oh, shit. I hit 10 months. I didn't even realize that. Oh, wow. 309 days. So I'm at 10 months and 5 days. So 5 days ago, I hit 10 months.
1: Damn. Such a weird... 333. Oh three, three. wish it was 333 days since I had candy. <laughs>
0: um... 10 months in two months.
1: That's crazy. A year. I can't believe it's already almost been a year.
0: You're, yeah, you're getting mighty close.
1: Yep. It'll be January 18th will be one year, which is crazy. But I mean, like we talked about before, I think it was the last podcast. I've probably gone over a year a couple of times because of being pregnant and breastfeeding. Oh, sure. So um, it's easy not to drink when you're pregnant. I guess not if you're an addict. I can't imagine the struggle with that. So I shouldn't say that. That's oh my being God. That's being really... Um, Ableist? Cl- ...close-minded in my side of thinking that it's easy. But I've worked with them, people who are struggling with addiction who are pregnant. And I can't imagine you want to be a better parent for your children and do things good for your children. And you struggle with that other part. And you're trying to build a child. So I can't imagine that.
0: I mean, I was in... I was in treatment with a couple of people who um, their partners were pregnant and uh, trying to get off of heroin. And mm-hmm. they, they were really struggling. One of them was on Suboxone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which do you know what that is? Yeah. What, what is it?
1: It's like, it's not a narcotic. It goes into the receptors. Of where you are wanting that opiate, I believe. Oh, correct Does, me.
0: So is it a blocker?
1: It's kind of a blocker. Yeah. Okay. Um, Unlike methadone is like a, just a kind of a regulated opiate.
0: Cause I was, I was seeing, I was looking into why I was trying to figure out why the caffeine wasn't working today. Uh, even though I had, a th- I don't know, probably there's a like 100- opiate
1: antagonist. That's what it is.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: An opiate antagonist. Well,
1: I guess it is is an opiate-made medication. Hold on. Sometimes called a narcotic. Uh, Naloxone blocks the effects of opiate medication, including pain relief or feelings of well-being that can be lead to opiate abuse.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I I was looking into why, like, the caffeine wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that, um, I guess what caffeine is doing is it's blocking the receptors that make you, uh, aware that you're tired. Mm. So it's intercepting that feeling. Oh yeah. So, so it's really weird to think of caffeine in that way that like, it's a chemical that's going in and blocking that sense of tired. Mm, Yeah. Um, so like we're like caffeine is really fucking up your system.
1: It does.
0: Like it's really
1: especially seven monsters.
0: Yeah, it's it's trying to but trick you into thinking you're Who did we talk to? to it was use.
1: April. Was talking to you. You get that crash, so you're constantly fighting your crash all day long.
0: Yeah, yeah. When really you're fucking exhausted. Yeah, and people joke about like how we should be able to take naps, but biologically. Speaking, we should be able to take nap. We should. Yeah. We're the only animal that like avidly fights it.
1: Yeah. Two o'clock nap would be great. Every day at two I get super tired. Usually it's when I wait in line to pick up at school. I go, oh God, I could take a nap right now.
0: Mine's at like nine.
1: A.M.? Mm-hmm. It's because you go to bed so late too. You don't get good sleep. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll talk about how we work on our sleep.
0: Yeah, what, what could be a goal for, for next week?
1: Um, Two days out of the seven days, we need to get eight hours of sleep. Okay. I took my hydroxyzine last night. I think that messed with me all day. I was so tired. I was oh, just like yeah, yeah. dragging. My mouth was dry. I was just like, ugh. It
0: takes forever to get that shit out of your system.
1: Yeah. But I've had it a few times where it didn't make me feel like that. I think that's when my anxiety was really, really bad. And this time I'm like, I'm going to take it for sleep. So when I used it for my anxiety, I was so heightened that it just brought, it leveled me back out. Well, I wasn't anxious right. last night. I just couldn't sleep. So I'm like, I am i haven't been able to sleep since we moved here. It's not because I'm anxious. It's just like new environment, sounds, all that. So then taking it last night without being anxious, like really like, woof, it didn't br- like level me out at like exhausted me so it didn't bring me back to my baseline it threw me underneath it so it took me a while to get back to my baseline today because I was just struggle bussing real hard I'm like okay get up move you gotta do things clean like move yourself out because you're just gonna keep wanting to sleep if you keep crawling back into bed
0: yeah I like like the way that you said that struggle bussing
1: I was struggle (laughs) bussing and then I had to mama buss it and pick up Layla so Mm. I had to get things done around here first yeah. So two nights, we're going to get eight hours of sleep. Hopefully it's on my weekend when I have to work my early shift, so I can get some good sleep.
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should we stop recording video for the Not So Anonymous for a little while?
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: All right. We'll take I mean, because the audio stuff gets so many more views anyways.
1: Yeah, let's just it's not like we're posting videos like we do with Duck Duck DuckDuckRayDuke or like that. It's just me and you most of the time. And even, it would help too when we have like... Oh,
0: Missy's coming. Okay. Let's wrap it up with this. Uh, Missy, the LADC is coming. So this will... So tomorrow. So this will be out Wednesday. Um, Missy will be here on the 17th. So if you've got questions, please send them to the Not So Anonymous podcast. Yes. Yes, At gmail.com. Or you can obviously... Uh, in the group, there's a, a, the Not So Anonymous Alcoholic group on Facebook. If you want to join, it, it's listed as private. And for some reason, I don't know why it did that. But once it's private, you can't undo it because then it like fucks oh. with the protection of other people or some shit. So... But I'll add anybody. I don't yeah. care. If you want to be a want part to be of in it, it,
1: come in it. Um, I reach out to some people in a different group I'm a part of. And me and Chris will have to filter through and pick out some guests. So we got to get to that. But just like with the life right now, I just haven't had a chance to really do it. But I know there's other people that I'd love to hear their stories. I don't actually know any of their stories. So maybe we go into it with me not knowing some of their stories. And just because it, it's a mixture of addicts and family members Okay, in that group. So... Which yeah, is yeah. good to hear from either side.
0: Yeah, but um, if you have questions for, for Missy, uh, please email or message um, or um, you can post in that group. Um, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com slash DDGD. Support the podcast by supporting your mental health. Uh, we've we've seen a couple of people have, have joined on and, and that's fantastic. Um, they have thousands of... Of, of options for you yes. and they can they get you results or i shouldn't say results they get you paired with somebody within i think it's 48 hours
1: wow that's really fast yeah i work in health the healthcare field and trying to get people set up with therapists they're like right now people i really do think people are having a hard time right now and it's taken weeks they are booked out for weeks right now and so if you are just like i really need it Meet with a therapist. I'm struggling right now. This is a way quicker way. Um, yeah, if you're not currently matching really well with your therapist, or if their therapist moved to a different organization, this is one you can do from home. If you're concerned about COVID and worried about getting COVID, you can do this from your home, not have to go sit in a waiting room. Um, it's such a good option, so um, such a great resource. You can
0: narrow down like you can get so particular with the specialists uh, whether you're dealing with OCD yeah. addiction depression like yeah. they have such a massive spectrum of, of uh, professionals that can that can help you it's it's really an incredible yeah credible network that they that they have going on there um and then obviously as always uh, make sure you follow us we have an instagram page now the not so anonymous on Instagram um, we' we'll, we'll be I'll post clips and sound bites and things. Um, And uh, you can, so you can message us on there as well. Um, And yeah, just try, try to see how you can integrate love into your life. Next week.
1: Yeah. And if anyone knows Burt McCracken or Derek from some 41 and could get them on our podcast, that would be great.
0: Whitney Cummings uh samuel L. jackson has been sober for
1: bobby uh, lee mm-hmm. let's keep yeah let's get some people like that i'd love to hear their stories bert's stories are through his music but trying to decipher everything is kind of hard but even Derek, my gosh Derek almost died yeah yeah so anyway i love you i love you i'll talk to you again next week
0: i'm okay Maybe
1: even after we get off the podcast off. Maybe
0: maybe afterwards, yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that, we we will will pass. pass.